Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so look, the question is a question of pragmatism. Is the juice worth the squeeze? You've heard me say that phrase plenty of times. And I'm pretty sure you've heard that phrase outside of me. You know, juice ain't worth the squeeze. Essentially meaning... Are the results I might get from this worth the effort I'm about to put in? If you've ever been in an, any sort of relationship, whether a friendship or a romantic one, this is a question one must ask when you're about to bring up something that might annoy you a little bit. You have to think about what time of day you're going to say this. Is this going to give me the results, you feel me, that I'm looking for? If you was hoping to, um, you know, kind of get to the yams at some point, maybe don't bring up something that might <laughs> close that window. That juice ain't worth the squeeze. I don't care how irritated you are. If you was trying to get to the yams, you just, you you know, I, I, you know, I was kind of thinking about this today. Nah, fam, you keep that to yourself. Better button your lip, gather some more evidence later. You feel me? You know, sometimes your parents get on your nerves and they harping over something that like in your mind, it just really don't. But is me clapping back right now worth the 45 minute to an hour lecture? Mama finna give me, daddy finna give you. I I mean, is the juice worth the squeeze? Especially knowing mama and daddy turn off the Internet. They got a little more power than you do in this house. You know, maybe it is. Maybe you got some evidence, some receipts in your backpack. You feel me in your in your draft folders, you know, you got some screenshots that might prove that if I shoot this shot, you know, I might get the results I was looking for. I may not tell you all the screenshots I got, but I got. them. I think this lesson can be applied all over geopolitics, the history of war, law, streets, anything. If you want to take down an empire. And you're not an empire yourself. If you trying to take down a boss and you ain't a boss yourself. If you trying to dethrone somebody. As long as empires has been empires. If you shoot at the king, you better not miss. If you shoot at the boss, 
You better kill him. Let's talk about this Trump arrangement. Hood politics, y'all. What's up, everybody? I'm not going to give you no information you don't already know. I'm pretty sure at this point, by the time this episode came out, Trump has done a Trump by making sure that this man's coverage is on this man's face on every channel everywhere, uh, which is what he good at, you know. And uh, so I'm not going to tell you nothing y'all don't already know, but I will go over some stuff just to like give just some, you know, some context for the point I'm trying to make about, you know, how kind of how how our antennas can help us understand this situation. You feel me? Hopefully right now you can crack open a, a brand new can of Terraform cold brew. You know what I'm saying? Sip you some cold brew while you uh while you listen to this here, this here pod. You know, you can go on to terraformcoldbrew.com. Use promo code HOOD. You feel me? Yes. Your boy run a coffee company. Anyway, let's get back to business. So here's the thing, man. If you shoot at the king, you better kill him. I'm pretty sure you could figure out what that means. You know, if you're going to in anything, like if you're going to take, you know, your greatest haymaker, you uh, say, I mean, it's simple. Say you're getting bullied. This person twice the size of you. You know, let's just say it's just jokes like y'all are roasting each other. You feel me? And you got the roast master flex over there, you know, just dropping gems on everybody. If you decide to speak up, if you decide to clap back, it's got to be. The coldest of haymakers that's going to lay this fool out. You, It's got to be that funny. If you being physically, if you physically being, you know, bullied, when you punch this fool, you get it. It better knock him out because if not, the clapback is going to be worse. Right? It's the same. That's where the phrase comes from. If you shoot at the king, you better not miss. You, be, you better kill him. Because if not, if this fool survives... You took a shot at the king. They're going to skewer you. It put your head on a spike. And everybody who who actually wanted you to take the shot, but you didn't kill him, they going to go run and hide. You think they going to get on that uh on that sacrificial cross with you? You think they going you going you going to have three crosses like the resurrection like we just had right now, like the Easter three crosses? You think the mother fools is finna get on them crosses with you? Now it's going to be one cross out this mug unless the king find out everybody when the king find it says the king survived when he find out the whole conspiracy to take him out. Listen, you, your homies, your homies, families, your homies, aunties, your homies, neighbors, everybody, everybody getting taken out. Everyone, everybody, you know, your ex girl, your exes, everybody getting taken out because you took a shot at the king. Know what you thought this was. Gang, you look, if you take a shot at the king, it needs to be a kill shot. Because if he survived, it's over for you. You get no other chances. It's over. So you got to understand from a king position, all things are weapons. Your kindness and your violence. Right. Because sometimes that kindness, those alley-oops should be throwing other people. We all know they power plays for the king themselves. Like he don't do nothing that don't serve himself. But you have to remember at all times, no matter how kind you are, that you are in the presence of a killer. I'm going to talk about that a little more later. But listen, 
So you better make sure your sharpshooters is as sharp as they could possibly be. You better make sure the play you finna run is the coldest play that you've ever ran in your life. You better make sure the lick that you read, that you done translated that lick into four different languages. You done ran practice rounds. You done checked and double checked. You done done your homework because if you take your shot and you miss, I mean, that's it. Unless you finna Julius Caesar this mug and you're not the only one taking the shot. Unless it's about four, five shots happening. So just in case you miss somebody else coming in from another angle. And if they kind of graze them, somebody else coming in from another angle. And then maybe the compound shots of all of y'all might possibly take the king down. But hopefully... Y'all done ran this play and y'all done discussed this before you start being first up to bat, being all willy nilly, revealing your cards all early. Now, take this metaphor I'm giving y'all, take or not metaphor, this analogy I'm giving y'all because, you know, proper parts of speech. And let's examine this Trump situation. There is no doubt in anyone's mind that still. Even though his power might be dwindling, he has a death grip on the Republican Party. And to be honest with you, I see what I'm going to do for this show is I'm going to give you all some lessons to take. Oh, you know, some points, some points to ponder. You feel me? One of those points to ponder is his role in the Republican Party. Uh, To me, he's that. Everyone got a guy in the squad, got a girl in the squad that just get everybody in trouble all the time. And you just got to, but you always got to vouch for this fool. You always got to ride for this fool because he fun, because she fun, but she get everybody all the time. Like everybody always, you always making us lie. You always making, you twisting our, like you making us, you put us in these situations where we got to defend some of the dumbest stuff we've ever seen. And in any other scenario, if any other person did this, there's no way in the world any of us would stand for this coming from anybody else but this fool. For whatever reason, I had a friend like that. I'm not going to name names. But I had a homie in high school that, good God, man, we just we just found ourselves in such predicaments you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because of this fool. That's my dog. He run the squad. I just, it is what it is. You know, you know the homie that's calling you to tell you to lie to your mama that you, you get that text. Hey, 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 hey. Tell your mom, my mama gonna call your mama. My mom, like, tell her, tell her I'm over there or that I just left. So nigga, I gotta lie to my mom. Hey, 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 when my girl texts you, when my girl texts you, tell tell her tell her we went to play basketball. All right, you was you was playing basketball. I was with you, nigga. I was with you. God, Sharice, <sighs> oh, what's up, girl? <sighs> yeah, nah, he just left. We was uh, yeah, last Tuesday. Oh, yeah, nah, we was uh, we was hooping. Your girl looking at you like, nigga, you lying, you lying to my home girl right now, <sighs> babe. No, no. I ain't going to get in it, but you need to stop that nigga. This nigga got everybody. Now my girl mad at me. 
because you got me lying to her, to your girl, making everybody look fraudulent. Now she mad because she got a lie to her too to protect your home. So now everybody lying. We all know this and it's just because of this nigga. Like that, I mean, if you're the Republican Party, I don't know why you don't see Trump that way, where you just like, and from what I understand, of course they see Trump that way. Well, a good majority of them do. Some of them just like the dog. I, I mean, they just, they's like, that's my dog. I don't know what to tell you. Perfect timing because my neighbor's uh, dog is barking. Y'all hear that? <laughs> a little teeny dog. That's got to be how Trump feels when you're trying to talk, make a point. Dad, the dress, 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent 
telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So anyway, my first point for you to ponder in this situation, and you know if you shoot at the king, you better not miss, okay, is at some point, if... If you in this man's kingdom, you got to decide when you going to be done lying for him. That at some point it's going to happen because you just going to keep getting pushed and pushed and pushed to the limit and to the to the point of crazy. This how I know Ron DeSantis got pushed to crazy in this situation. And this is what happens because, look, his argument was as he's trying to make a case for him to run for president is I got all the Trumpness. Without the messiness. Ron DeSantis' whole platform is Trump is messy. Uh, y'all don't need it. He messy. Y'all don't need none of that. And then the mess caught up to him. But now DeSantis is saying, oh, this is just a move of the woke mob, the woke left. This is just a liberal leftist thing trying to take down their political opponent. Nigga, I thought you said he was messy. So which one is it? That man just turned you into a pretzel. That, look, you can't keep lying for this man. You feel me? Because if he messy, then this is why he's here. But if it's the woke mob, then I guess he ain't messy, is he? You done, you done twisted yourself into a pretzel, homeboy. You shoot at the king, you better not miss. Listen, <laughs> he lied for you. He, he done done both. DeSantis tried to shoot at the king. And this, he look, he might have missed. Now, check this out. Here go point to ponder number two. And point to ponder number two has to do with the case itself, at least the case that we know of so far, which is this the New York State case. Now, a few things that if you don't know by now, which I can't imagine you don't, but I think it's important to clarify. This is a state case. This is not a federal case. There's a federal case pending. Maybe. But this is a state case. So to say that this is now setting the precedence that we are now going after our political opponents, that would mean that this was a federal case, but it's not. It's a state case for now, at least understand that it's a state case that this is a play they run all the time. It's just a rich boy crime and rich boys <laughs> come in all political, colorful spectrums. They just this a rich boy crime. Right. And it's a rich boy case. When big homie uh, Bragg tried to get on the uh, on the on the podium and and give a justification in the in the court of the public about what he's doing, um, about you know really going after this white collar crime, he's just like, I know it may not seem like a big deal, but we are the financial capital of the world in New York, so it's important. And we's like, okay, bro, it, chill, fam. Like I see what he was trying to say, but it's like a uh, little little. 
you know, a little, little extra sauce on your tacos right there, homie, about your importance. You feel me? Like, oh, hey, look, you going after him, you going after him. You got a case, you got a case. Now, if you don't understand the case, let me explain it to you like this. Let's just say you lied to your significant other about seeing episode four in whatever show you guys are watching together. Now, for some families, that's a f- an absolute felony with 25 to life, uh, no, no parole options. Like you have broken a real law. But generally, like you know, it you get a sock on the arm. Maybe you get maybe you get stalled out tonight. You know, but it is what it is, right? It's like you can bounce back from that. This is a misdemeanor. You know, you you're on a flight. You know, you was. You, I don't know. You was up late. Maybe you drank too much. And just like the next episode started, you you ran out of maybe you was watching a show separate from her and that show ended. And you just look I just uh, my bad. Uh, my bad. I forgot to change profiles. Then you wouldn't have even known anyway. And I could have pretended that I didn't see this episode. But they could usually tell you. You feel me? So anyway, you get you. you you lied, okay? You lied to your partner. You ain't supposed to lie to your partner. And you for sure ain't supposed to uh, watch ahead, okay? But you did it. It's a misdemeanor. Now, let's just say you lied about seeing episode four because you watched episode four at your side piece's house. That, 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 that's why you're lying. Because you watched it with your side piece. So you was lying. Your misdemeanor was an attempt to cover up a felony. Like, okay, the, the, the lie ain't a big deal as much as why you lying. This you are now you in the felony, you in the felony range right now. Bro, you done broke the law, fam. Nigga, this it. Now we got rights. Now we got a court case here. Now, now you on trial, fam. That's it. Okay, so now, now, now watch this. Say you done done that 34 times. And nigga, we got record. And you done called homies to tell homies to say, hey, if she find out, say I watched it with you. And other nigga was like, no, nigga, I ain't even seen this show. You like, nigga, I'll pay you $100. Just, okay, watch it right quick. I'll pay you $100. You done done this 34 times. You done added other people to cover up because you don't want this nigga. To, you don't want your baby girl to know what you done done because you trying to cover up a felony. Oh, that's a violation. You, you it's you done, fam. Not only that, not only do she know you done this 34 times. It's some other stuff you done. That you don't even know she knows, but you know you did it and she just gathering receipts. She ain't even told you the full spectrum of what she knows. I'm using she because I'm the, your host is hepsiv, you know what I'm saying? I'm cisgendered heterosexual male, so I'm speaking in those terms. Apply it to your pronouns in every way that you, you, you deem necessary. I'm not trying to make anybody feel unseen here. I'm just using my own sort of experience. I could speak with a certain level of confidence <laughs> about my experiences in these situations. You understand what I'm saying? So please understand that. Uh, so 
apply accordingly. But here's what I know. In times for which I was a scumbag, I noticed that my lady friend never fully told me everything she knew until it was time for her to tell me everything she knew. Cause it, cause at that point you just getting caught in lie after lie after lie. Can I be transparent, y'all? Now I've never been player player. You know what I'm saying? Like you know I'm sneaking in the other girl house and sneaking out there. And you know I've never been that kind of dude. I got too much church youth group in me to be that kind of dude. You feel me? But I have, you know, my share of times been not fully transparent about my locations, <laughs> about my feelings. You know, and kind of like playing the odds in my favor by, you know, not really promising or guaranteeing myself to one particular situation, you know, one particular entanglement. I've allowed myself to have multiple entanglements as long as everybody knew that I had not seen you exclusively. We had no agreement of such. So I felt like I don't necessarily have to tell you where I'm at. But at the same time, I don't want to ruin my chances (laughs) with this particular person. So I have told some untruths and I have found (laughs) almost inevitably that sisterhood knew I wasn't telling the truth. So you look like you hiding stuff. It don't matter. She know. Now, maybe this is because I was just bad at being that kind of guy or you know, just, I don't know, man. Sometimes women be having this superpower. Either way, this is many lifetimes ago. I am happily extremely married now. Anyway, so what I mean by this is when we look at this New York case, it's 34 accounts of misdemeanors, right? Where you were, he's, if you don't know this already again, falsifying business documents, right? Saying you paid for something that you ain't really pay for, right? Now, What's interesting about this case is like, as we all know, the Stormy Daniels situation paid $130,000 for her to, you know, keep her mouth shut about an affair he had. And what's interesting about it is this is um, had he paid her out of his just like his own checking account, like you could pay whatever you pay Stormy Daniels, whatever you want out your own checking account. That's not I mean, whatever. Right. But if he's trying to hide it from his wife, maybe that's why he did that. That's one of his defenses. He's like, he's trying to hide it from his girl that he's doing this, right? Maybe. that's a, I mean, that's a decent defense, right? I mean, I don't buy it, but it's a decent defense. You know, it's plausible. That, that, could, that could give you some reasonable doubt, right? But instead, he paid out of his business. And then, or he had, he had his boy, Cohen, cut her the check, and then he paid Cohen back, but then he called it... Um, you know, legal expenses. And it wasn't. It was it was hush money. You know, it was, let, let's, let's make this go away. The catch and kill thing that he was doing. You know, catch whoever's saying this and kill the story, right? So, and he's paying out of his business. I mean, that's white boy crime, right? I mean, you could throw a rock in Washington and, and see hush money like this. Throw, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that's not the situation. The, the, that's just a misdemeanor. The uptick to the felony is... It was for the purpose, right, of swaying the election, right? So, so now you're attempting to defraud the the elect the electorate the electorate. That's the word, right? Us. 
So when you say I'm doing this to cover up other crimes, right, is the situation. Now, what the other crimes are, the New York DA ain't told us. Just like your girl who knows some shit about you, they ain't going to tell you up front. They's going to let you hang yourself. So if this DA, a New York prosecutor, I mean, a new guy, but you a New York prosecutor, black man. Ain't no way in the world you don't understand the rule that if you shoot at the king, you better not miss. You better be having. I'm assuming. Just these are points to ponder. I'm assuming it's stuff you're not telling us because it, it, it like I, I agree with everybody else. This I mean, this is a weird case to start with. This feel this feel real small. But listen, you shoot at the king, you better not miss. I'm assuming maybe falsely or maybe naively that this DA understand that, that you, this can't be it. Now, maybe his scenario is what I really think is going on, which is the other point to ponder. This ain't the only shot coming. Obviously there are other cases pending. There's the Georgia case, which in my mind is the strongest because bro, you won't tape. You're on tape committing elect voter fraud like you're on tape doing it like you're trying to it's recorded that's what you're doing so to me like that's the strongest case maybe that's the other blow now i don't know if they're allowed to talk to each other the da from georgia and the da from uh new york i don't know i don't know that much i also know there is the pending federal case about i don't know an insurrection attempt, right? Now, as of this date, I have no idea what's going to happen with the rest of those things. I know that this is going to be our life for the next three years. <laughs> but it's difficult. And I think one main question people been asking was like, yo, why did this take so long? Let's discuss that after this break. Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. 
At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. Now, this is a very difficult situation for anybody involved for a number of reasons. And these are the things that you got to ponder, too. I started off with the original question for the show. Is the juice worth the squeeze? Because there are things that inevitably will come from this. Number one is you just gave this man airtime when no one was talking about him. But if you're just trying to do your job, the man committed a crime. If you if I mean, if you're the D.A., you just like, well, damn, I'm just trying to do my job like. Do I just ignore the fact that this man has just blatantly been robbing us? He didn't already lost the case for his uh for his nonprofit up here in New York. Like, w- do he just get away with it because he loud? Because he got a lot of people scared of him. Do we just get we just get away with it? Or like people who know how to position themselves so much that even when they lose, they win because this might possibly seal the deal for his being the Republican nominee. And you like that. I mean, for me, I'm like, this is bonkers. Why would you nominate a person that is on trial in three different states to run a country that those states exist in? Where where was, what's the, what the, what the, what are we, what, what planet are we living 
on. A planet that does this all the time. Benjamin Netanyahu on trial. Right now. The president of uh, El Salvador on trial. Right now. So, I mean, it's not like it's not like this don't happen all over the world. But, you know, America start believing, you know, what I'm saying they shit don't stink. We, you know, we, we, we think we think we different than everybody else. I get it. We not. OK. And I hope this is helping everybody see that we not. We ain't no different. Right. We just we just full mask off right now. So but the question is, is this juice worth the squeeze? It's like, again, you're going to shoot at the king. You better not miss. You better you better kill him. Because right now this this shot you taking might secure his position. That's the hard part. Another hard part is the fact that um, we have never, ever had political rivals go after each other. That's just never happened. And as you know, fam, if you clap, there's a clap back. You know, what goes around comes around. Is this going to be like, is this our future here? Where... You can find some charges on some white boy crimes, some rich boy crimes, and just take your political opponent out. Is that the situation? We could just do that? Is that what we doing now? I don't know. And lastly, I believe the reason why it took so long and is going to continue to take long is because you can't miss. You, somehow or another, these professionals have believe that the juice is worth the squeeze. And I think, why else would you take this shot? Think about that. Why would you take this shot? It would be ridiculous to think it was something as petty as a political vendetta. Because if it was just that, it would not be worth it. And this is just me, again, using my antennas. If it was just, if it was just a beef, it's not worth it. Like you go in, like, because Trump squashes people. You remember Jeff Flake? Exactly. Now, let me really bake your noodle. Let's just say it is something as petty as just being political to try to take out your political opponent. I would put more money on it being backed by Republicans trying to take this man out than Democrats because, nigga, they can't get rid of him. There's you can't they can't move on. How else do you move on from this man? I like I would if it's political, I would my money would be on this. This is this is GOP backed if it's political. I don't know, though. He too dangerous. Now, having said that, of course, it's political. He's a politician. Like, it's dumb to think that it wouldn't be. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like arguably the most famous one. So you can't get away from the fact that it's political. So there. But this politician, like Trump, Trump's a career ender. So don't you ever underestimate that. He's a career ender. He puts heads on spikes. That's why I kept using the shoot the king thing. Like you, when you listen, when you're in the presence of real killers, there's a weight. I look. I don't care how corny they. I don't care how corny, how weird, how or even how nice they may seem. Sometimes them niggas may seem real nice, but you know when you're in the presence of a killer. I, I crack these jokes about Long Beach gangsters all the time but i truly believe this long beach um these are if you have the opportunity to be in a social setting these are some of the like smartest articulate 
welcoming, nicest murderers you'll ever sit in the presence of. I just, I've never seen, I've never seen them niggas not in a good mood. Like, just genuinely enjoying themselves wherever they are. Down at down at Club Real Ones, it's like, it's some, where we do a party, we do every every first Sunday in Long Beach. It's some, like, it's some real dudes that come down there. Like some real, like some real ones. They're like some of the funnest. I have so much fun with these dudes, but don't think for a second that I am not aware that it could go down <laughs> at any time. I just, so what I'm trying to say is when you're in the presence of killers, you cannot ever underestimate or forget that reality. So when you're dealing with somebody like a Trump, I don't care how old, I don't care how many like gaffes and like goofy, this don't make sense, you know, shooting, um, you know, light beams inside and drinking chlorine, just some outlandish stuff that it's just like, this guy's a dumbass, right? Don't, I don't care how many of those funny covefe misspelling, don't know how to type situations you see with this man. Do not ever forget you in the presence of a killer. So if you gonna take your shot, you better take him out. So you know what that means? That means drive slow. You work and rework the play. And we gonna see. You shoot at the king. You better not miss. Uh, politics, y'all. Yo, yo, this thing right here was recorded by me, Propaganda, in East Los Boyle Heights, Los Angeles, California. This thing was mixed, edited, mastered, and scored by the one and only Matt Osowski. Y'all, check out this fool's music. I mean, it's incredible. Executive produced by Sophie Lichterman for Cool Zone Media. Man, and thank you for everybody who continue to tap in with us. Make sure you leave a reviews and five-star ratings and sharing it with the homies so we could get this thing pushed up in the algorithm and listen i just want to remind you these people is not smarter than you if you understand city living you understand politics we'll see you next week bean dad the dress 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. 
That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.